0: From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune.
1: A very warm welcome to you.
0: This is our international English service.
1: In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise.
0: You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually.
1: You are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope.
0: You are welcome to write to us on this postal address, Adventist Media Center, Post Box, 1446, Market Yard, Pune, 411037, Maharashtra, India.
1: You can also log into our website to hear all our programs, which is www.awr.
0: Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song. of Adventist Media Center, Pune.
1: We have Helen Jacob presenting
2: God's Word. Greetings, dear listeners. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are listening to the English message by Helen Jacob, the radio producer-speaker from Adventist Media Center, Pune. Today's message is on the topic, The Power of Kindness. Let us pray before I proceed. Dear Father in Heaven, Thank you for the blessings of a new day. Please guide our thoughts as we listen to your word. Please bless the listeners and guide my lips as I speak from your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Kindness can be defined as a quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. The Bible meaning of kindness is selfless, compassionate, and merciful. Its greatest power revealed in the practice To our enemies and amongst the least of these show kindness to everyone the most perfect example of kindness is jesus god's beloved son who came in the flesh and dwelt with sinful human beings there are many similar words that can be used for kindness such as kind-heartedness goodwill warmth concern helpfulness thoughtfulness compassion sympathy gentleness, and so on. As you ponder on these words, which words would describe you the best? How would your friends, siblings, colleagues, parents see you? How do you see yourself? Are these qualities hidden or are they a part of your life that people can see by your words and actions? All of these are important questions to think about as we interact with each other in our day-to-day life. The words of this familiar song rings in my ear. No man is an island. No man stands alone. Each man's joy is joy to me. Each man's grief is my all. We need one another, so I will defend. Each man as my brother, each man as my friend. I repeat the words again. No man is an island. No man stands alone. We need one another as we travel this journey of life. Man is a social being and needs companionship. So it is with the quality of kindness that we are drawn to each other. It is kindness that lasting friendships are made and kept for years and years. There is a familiar hymn, Try a Little Kindness. And it's so much better when we practice a little kindness from time to time which will eventually become part of our life. As we look at the condition of the world today, we see people are always in a hurry, rushing from pillar to post in meeting their daily needs. What is the best way to advocate for something called kindness? What sort of kindness creates love and kindness in an environment of hostility? The Bible's pages are filled with references to kindness. The Apostle Paul told the church at Galatia, in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 that the fruit of God's Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Kindness in the Bible is a virtue that is often praised but not always understood. We all know what it feels like to be on the receiving end of someone's kindness. But do we really understand what it means to be kind? The word kindness is mentioned many times in the Bible. It's an important concept in Christianity, and it has a variety of meanings. The bo- the most basic definition of kindness is being good and doing no harm. This includes being friendly, helpful, and considerate to others. Kindness also refers to how you treat yourself. Are you gentle and loving to yourself? This is an important question to consider, because how you treat yourself sets the tone on how you will treat others. When we are kind, we extend grace and mercy to others. We also show patience, forgiveness, and compassion. It's not always easy to be kind, but it's always worth it. Being kind will never lead you astray. When we are kind, we glorify God and reflect His character. We also benefit from the positive effects of kindness, such as improved mental and physical health, stronger relationships and more fulfilling life. It's also essential to distinguish biblical kindness from the secular definition of kindness. When you are in traffic, you will likely see a bumper sticker that says, spread kindness and cheer or be kind. It's something that has been marketed a lot. However, there is a distinction. Biblical kindness is about doing what is right, even when it's hard. It's about going the extra mile and being there for people, no matter what. Biblical kindness is always rooted in love. Secular kindness is often based on tolerance. It's being nice to people, regardless of how you feel about them. Here are some benefits of being kind from a Biblical perspective. When we show kindness through love, we show that we are disciples of Christ. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, John thirteen thirty-three. Kindness is an extension of Christ's forgiveness. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Ephesians four, thirty-one and 32. Kindness heals relationships. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs fifteen one. Kindness is a reflection of the heart of God. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Galatians five twenty two. 22. Here are some tips for developing kindness. Smile more often. This one is easy and free. Smiling is a universal sign of kindness. And it's contagious. Yes, when you smile at someone, they will be most likely to smile back. Compliment. Make a point to compliment others more often. A simple, great job, or you look nice today, can brighten someone's day. Listen with your full attention. When you really listen to others, it shows that we care about them and value what they have to say donate you can also donate blood clothes or food to needy people volunteer your time volunteer your time and talents to help others there are so many ways to do this you can volunteer at a homeless shelter annual shelter senior living homes soup kitchen or any number of other places forgive others we all make mistakes, and we all have bad days. Forgive people when they hurt your feelings or do something that annoys you. It's not easy, but it'll make you feel better in the long run. God's love is also linked to kindness. Love is patient and kind. 1 Corinthians thirteen four. 4 We may see many examples of kindness in how Jesus treats people in the Gospels. Jesus dines and socializes with people cast out by society. He befriends people who are rejected by others. He reaches out to people who are lonely and hurting. Ephesians four thirty one and 32 tells us, those who follow Jesus must be kind. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. How do we get into the stage of bitterness in the first place? This feeling is typically a consequence of accumulated anger and sadness because of past experiences. How do we get rid of this is another question. The key to fighting bitterness is forgiveness. When you forgive, You let the other person off the hook for their wrongs. It is through constant prayer and strength from God that makes forgiveness possible. When we yield to the voice of the Holy Spirit, forgiveness is a sweet, rewarding experience. I would like to illustrate this with a story. An unknown author tells the story. I was at the corner grocery store buying some early potatoes. I noticed a small boy delicate of bone and feature, rugged but clean, hungrily apprising a basket of freshly picked green peas. I paid for my potatoes, but was also drawn to the display of fresh green peas. I am a pushover for creamed peas and new potatoes. Pondering the peas, I couldn't help overhearing the conversation between Mr. Miller the store owner, and the rugged boy next to me. Hello, Barry. How are you today? Hello, Mr. Miller. Fine, thank you. Just admiring them peas. They sure look good. They are good, Barry. How is your mom? Fine. Getting stronger all the time. Good. Anything I can help you with? No, sir. Just admiring them peas. Would you like to take some home asked mr miller no sir not got nothing to pay them with well what have you to trade me for for some of those peas all i got is my prize marble here is that right let me see it said miller here it is she's a dandy i can see that hmm only thing is This one is blue, and I sort of go for red. Do you have a red one like this at home? The store owner asked. Not exactly, but almost. Tell you what, take this sack of peas home with you, and the next trip this way, let me look at that red marble, Mr. Miller told the boy. Sure will. Thanks, Mr. Miller. Mrs. Miller who had been standing nearby, came over to help me. With a smile, she said, There are two other boys like him in our community. All three are in poor situations. Jim just loves to bargain with them for peas, apples, tomatoes, or whatever. When they come back with their red marbles, and they always do, he decides he doesn't like red after all and he sends them home with a bag of produce for a green marble or an orange one when they come on their next trip to the store. I left the store smiling to myself, impressed with this man. A short time later, I moved to Colorado, but I never forgot the story of this man, the boys, and their bartering for marbles. Several years went by, each more rapid than the previous one. Just recently, I had occasion to visit some old friends in that Idaho community, and while I was there, learned that Mr. Miller had died. They were having his visitation that evening, and knowing my friends wanted to go, I agreed to accompany them. Upon arrival at the mortuary, we fell into line to meet the relatives of the deceased and to offer whatever words of comfort we could. Ahead of us in line were three young men. One was in an army uniform, and the other two wore nice haircuts, dark suits, and white shirts, all very professional-looking. They approached Mrs. Miller, standing composed and smiling by her husband's casket. Each of the young men hugged her, kissed her on the cheek, spoke briefly with her, and moved on to the casket. Her misty, light blue eyes followed them as, one by one, Each young man stopped briefly and placed his own warm hand over the cold, pale hand in the casket. Each left the mortuary awkwardly, wiping his eyes. It was our turn to meet Mrs. Miller. I told her who I was and reminded her of the story from those years many years ago and what she had told me about her husband's bartering for marbles. With her eyes glistening, she took my hand and led me to the casket. Those three young men who just left were the boys I told you about. They just told me how they appreciated the things. Jim traded them. Now at last, when Jim could not change his mind about color or size, they came to pay their debt. We've never had a great deal of wealth of this world, she confided. But right now... Jim would consider himself the richest man in Idaho. With loving gentleness, she lifted the lifeless fingers of her deceased husband. Resting underneath were three beautifully shined red marbles. We will not be remembered by our words, but by our kind deeds. There are numerous Bible stories of people who showed kindness. Here is a brief note on a few of them. One, Abraham showed hospitality to three strangers, Genesis chapter eighteen. Abraham showed great hospitality to great to three strangers who visited him. He welcomed them warmly, offered them food and drink, and provides them with a place to rest. This act of kindness can inspire us to be more hospitable and caring towards others two rahab hides the israelite spies joshua chapter 24 17 to 19. rahab was considered a prostitute but she showed great kindness when she helped the israelite spies she hid them and even lied to the authorities about what happened this story is an example of how god rewards those who are kind to others despite her past rahab was forgiven and given a place in the lineage of Jesus Christ. 3. Jesus healing the sick and feeding the hungry. Matthew chapter 14, 14-21 In the story, Jesus is shown to be healing the sick and feeding the hungry. This is an example of kindness as it shows compassion for others. It also demonstrates that being kind can have a positive impact on those around you. 4. The Good Samaritan, helping a stranger in need. Luke chapter 10:25 to 37. In this story, a man was robbed and left for dead. A priest and a levite walked by but didn't stop to help him. A Samaritan, however, stopped to help the man. He bandaged his wounds and brought him to an inn where he could recover. The Samaritan paid the innkeeper to take care of the man. We are living in a world that is constantly changing. Violence continues. The love of people has grown cold. We have become self-centered, and compassion and kindness is not a natural outcome. In these days, we are tempted to be anything but kind to those we disagree with. But we need to hear again the old gospel call. Be kind one to another. Ephesians 4.32 Let us close with a prayer. Dear God, help us to learn and keep practicing the art of being kind. Help us to continually be kind to all people when they are in need. Give us a new heart as we follow Jesus who modeled kindness through his deeds, actions and teachings. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God's abundant blessings as you reach out in kindness to someone today. Have a wonderful day.
1: With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us.
0: Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune, Pune four one one zero three seven Maharashtra India
1: And you can email us at Helen Riches at Gmail dot com. Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V. At gmail.com.
0: You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism CDE 000 Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight
1: nine zero nine three and you can email us at helen riches at gmail dot com h e l e n-r-i-c-h-e-s-v at gmail.com
0: We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David
1: And I am Madhuri signing off at AWR
0: Do join us again along with your family and friends.
1: Till then, we wish you goodbye
0: goodbye and and God bless.
1: bless.